listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. So now you can get your FFS. It is, let's say it's the day before. The last day day at work. You're getting projects done, you're delegating, you're putting stuff on hold. So, yeah, I had, the last day of work, I was just kind of busy wrapping things up. I ended up leaving early. Yeah, why the fuck not? It was about, it was probably about 4.30, and I was like, I kind of got everything done. So I went to my boss, and I was like, hey, I kind of am at a stopping point. Is it okay if I leave early? You know, don't tell my boss. (laughs) So I left early. And, uh. Yeah, that night we went out. We mm-hmm. went out to a restaurant and you're like, eat up, eat up, because you're not going to be able to eat. That's right. After midnight, you can't eat. You can't even drink water. No. So I ended up, I I ate some food at the, uh, we went out to a restaurant. I had some food and I then proceed. then I had, I had, I had seltzer there. I didn't drink that night and mm-hmm. I had seltzer and then I came home and we just sort of tried to go to bed early because we had a, a, 4 a.m. wake up. Yes. Because they tried to do surgery very early. Yes. So we go there and we have our alarm at 4 a.m. You walk the dogs. Mm-hmm. I basically slept in the clothes that I was going to wear for surgery. You were going to wear your pajamas. Yeah, yoga pants. It was yoga, yoga pants and a tank top because yeah. I wanted something I could take off because I figured I'd have bandages. So mm-hmm. I wanted, didn't want to fuck up the bandages. So... I, yeah, I ended up wearing those clothes for like four days. <laughs> uh, three days, I think. No, I, I had robes on. You had a gown. I had a gown yeah. on. Uh, so I, yeah, we got up, we took a car to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Got there. There's a waiting room from the 70s. <laughs> you know, very nice. Yeah. Waited for a little bit. I was, I was not quite nervous i was nervous but i was like oh, i know the nervousness is gonna come yeah when i have to like walk in the room when the big moment's there yeah and so kath was like i i had kath had a i'm asking kath to read my new novel and uh she was going through picking out the good parts that she liked <laughs> it's trying to distract her not going through all my comma errors it's almost all commas yeah and uh yeah we just kind of sat there then we then we finally get called and Talk to the insurance lady and, you know, there's paperwork to sign. There's more paperwork, of course. Of course. And I get my bracelet, uh-huh. which is fun. Because uh, then you're really in the hospital. That's you it. You get a bracelet. Yeah. And we go upstairs. So they, they finally get us upstairs into, like, uh, the prep room yeah. or whatever it is. Kind of like an emergency room. There's just bays of little beds. Curtained off bays. Yeah, it does look like an emergency room. But it's sort of like the surgical pre-area. There's no, like blades or anesthesia around it's just people and gurneys and the gowns or the whatever to change into and you know final check and review this and blah blah and yeah you go so they gave me the gown and it was dirty the gown was dirty. It was like crusted something on it. I was like, I don't yeah. want that gown. So they brought me another gown. This is a top of the line hospital. This yeah. is like this yeah. is like one of the best hospitals in the world for the world. people travel all over to go to this hospital for FFS and trans surgeries. So let's just throw that out there. Yeah. Anywho, got a new robe. 
put the robe on. I hate the robe because I wasn't wearing underpants under the robe. They said no underpants. And I like to keep myself tucked. So no tuck. And I don't like flapping around in the breeze. But mm-hmm. there you go. I'm flapping around in the breeze. And I didn't put the little hat on, though. Oh, like, the little hairnet thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, they're going to be cutting my scalp anyway. Yeah. Um, true. Cutting the top of my head. But whatever. So I just we just sort of hung out. I was getting a little more nervous at that point. Yeah. You kept running to the bathroom. I did. I I have a funny bladder yeah. where if I'm about to go on a flight or about to watch a movie or something, where I know I can't go for a while. I just like will go like five times. Yep. Get every drop out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was kind of doing that. And uh, yeah, so we had the anesthesiologist come in. Mm-hmm. We talked to her. Apparently, redheads do need more anesthetic than non-redheads. That is not just a myth. Not a myth, and we, because that was the first thing I asked Anna. She's like, "You have any questions?" I'm like, "Yes, let's I talk." Thing, <laughs> let's talk urban legends. <laughs> and so, I, I'm not a redhead. I have some reddish in my hair. Mm-hmm. I have the I some Irish blood in me. Um, my mom's got reddish brown hair. I've got reddish brown hair. I don't know if my sister does. Mm. I think she's hers is just brown. But yeah. uh, so there might be some reddish in her hair. So I don't have enough red in my hair to get me redhead Mm -hmm. status so i took the normal amount of anesthetic so they just based it on your height and weight height and and weight yeah yeah and oh you also asked about that terrifying oh yeah so there's this terrifying thing that scares me because i'm one of those people (laughs) that if you uh you can be like fully conscious during your surgery because the anesthetic doesn't work properly, so you're fully conscious, and but you're, like, unable to move any muscle. Mm-hmm. So you just have to sit there, and you're, like, feeling all the pain of the surgery. Yeah. And uh, it sucks. And I wasn't entirely sure that was a real thing. It sounds very horrifying urban legend to me. She said it did. Ha- it does happen. But she said it in back in the bad old days before they had better monitoring. Yeah. That did used to happen, but it doesn't really She also said it, it happens... M- more it's like almost impossible to happen when they've prepped for surgery yeah versus emergency surgery oh that's right that's right emergency surgery they may not have time to like get your proper weight or you know height or so they just have to kind of guesstimate so emergency surgery not as not as not as much time to prep yeah and and even then it doesn't happen as often now yeah so so yeah, that was the anesthesiologist. Did you feel better when you heard that, or were you still scared? A little that? better. I, I knew okay. it was incredibly rare yeah. to the point where it basically doesn't happen. Yeah. Um. But then the doctor came in, and the doctor kind of ran through the rest of the procedure. She's like, "Okay, so what are we doing today?" And I'm like, "You should know, I feel right? Like you've got this. We talked about this." <laughs> uh, but she was confirming my notes with what we had, which um was good. She said a, she said a couple things that like. She didn't say before. Yeah. Um, and it was like that one of my brow brow on one side was like too thin. Something like that. And they weren't going to be able to shave it. They're going to have to break it and reset it. And, and she, you know, I was kind of like, well, is that so is that going to look good? I mean, <laughs> yeah. what are we going to are we doing not doing the brow? What's going on? Yeah. And the same, you know, she was talking in very technical terms, and then, you know, I'm just like, just, just do, do feminization. Just make it look good. Just make it look good. So that's kind of what it, that was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was the talk with the doctor. 
and that was good. Mm-hmm. And she's young. I don't know how old she is. She's probably my age, but mm-hmm. but um, anytime the doctor is like not older than me, I'm always like a little hesitant. But then I'm like, I'm almost forty. Yeah, I could trust a doctor. And she's done hundreds of these surgeries, yes. so it's it's good. This is Doctor Evan Essien at Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. and uh, I I had looked up results of hers online. People have posted like, oh, I had FFS with her, and I, and everyone looks great mm-hmm. from the surgeries. So yay! So I was like, okay, I trusted her. Because she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then it was time to like go back to the thing. <sighs> and you walked me to like the double doors. Yeah, as far as they would let me, I walked And so there. we like we we did our we did our goodbye. Yeah. Multiple kisses and stuff and it probably was very gross for the people who yeah. were watching. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. We smooched and hugged and smooched and hugged and smooched and hugged and smooched and smooched and smooched some more. Yeah. So then I went into the operating room. But operating rooms are scary because um, you go in and like, there's like just so much equipment. There's just so much stuff in there, mm-hmm. like machines and tools and lamps and like all kinds of stuff. And at the center is like a little gurney. It's like one little table for the star, for the star at the center of the room. And that's going to be you. Mm-hmm. So that I got nervous. I got really fucking nervous when I stepped foot in the operating room because yeah. oper- I'd never been in an operating room oh, before. For real? Yeah, I'm. Oh no, I have. I've had operations, but like you were three, I was three, and then the other operations I had were in like Dodgers offices. Yeah, yeah, and they were general, not general anesthetic. They were local, local anesthetic. So this is the first time I've been in like a serious operating room, and yeah, there's like it's scary, and I'm like, okay. So I think if I had been wheeled in, this might have been easier. Oh, I would have thought that'd be harder. But the fact that they like. Make they're you like walk in. they're like they make you walk in and they're like okay now get on the table Hop we're up. gonna slice you up <laughs> but I'm like ah let's start carving that face yeah it's like when you get executed by okay. lethal injection okay they ask you they're like are you gonna walk and if you walk you can walk if not they carry you they strap you to a table and carry oh. you so you have to be like yeah I'll walk and then you have to get but when you're getting executed you have to like be like and if you say you're gonna walk you have to like climb onto the table yourself and that's got to be a weird feeling being like am i helping you so (laughs) um so yeah that was like a weird feeling was like okay sit on this thing and i'm like down on the bed and i'm like okay it's not a bed it's a little table table thing yeah table thing i don't comfortable though right i don't remember (laughs) i just remember i'm nervous as hell because then i I saw the on the little table there is scalpels and i'm like those scalpels are gonna cut me And uh, so I was, I was very, very nervous about that. And then they basically, I was like, okay, they're going to give me a happy drug for a minute. Yeah. They're going to give me some like Valium. 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 I love Valium. Yeah. You're good with the Valium. If I could abuse a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I don't, I'm actually very afraid of drugs. I don't want to get addicted to anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Having been addicted to cigarettes, I know what addiction's like, and it's yeah. not great. Yeah. Um, so I kind of shy away from that. But um, I've had Valium like twice. <laughs> Every time I've had Valium, I'm like, "This is good, That's nice." It just takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I got shot with the Valium, and I'm like, oh. "So they they put up the IV drip, and I'm like laying there, and I'm like, okay." And you were very scared. I was pretty scared because I'm like. 
a, a part of me was like, all right, am I going through this? I could get up and walk away. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get up and walk away Any, anytime. I just walk out of here. I could here. say no thanks and get up and walk away. And a part of me was like, it's like ContraPoints did this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Michelle Henley did this. Oh, I, you're, I thought you are saying they all walked out of the no, emergency room. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm laying on the table thinking I could walk out and not get cut up and not have to deal with the recovery and the pain and just leave. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, no. I was like, ContraPoints did this. ContraPoints, smart, pretty, trans lady on YouTube. You, you all know her. Link down below. And uh, she got her FFS recently. We'll link to that episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so she, like, ContraPoints did it. Michelle Henley did it. I can do this. Yes. Like, all these trans heroes of mine who have gone before us have done this. I can do this. So, but my question is about yeah. that moment where you're very scared and they put the needle in your arm that's the Valium. Yeah. And, like, your brain, there, there's your, there's your intellectual brain and there's your emotional brain yeah. right and your emotional one's like this this could go really bad yeah and your and your intellectual brain is like it is all going to be fine it's yeah it's going I... to be fine and then the drug kicks in i actually once the volume kicked in i was like i was like this is i was joking with the nurses i was like this is gonna be like that scene in doctor no in uh captain america mm. where captain america's like little being po- little scrawny cats in america and then he he goes in the machine and he comes out as chris evans yeah and i was like all right it's just gonna be like that i'm gonna come out of this stronger and better and uh they're laughing with, with me or at me yeah they're <laughs> laughing with you you're funny and uh and so yeah and then they, they put the thing on and the mask the oxygen for yeah. the oxygen and that's apparently just oxygen they give you the drip the drip needle in your arm is the actual anesthetic. The oxygen is just to calm you. It's it's so just your oxygen? respiration is is okay. Okay, yeah. so yeah. they they put that thing on there, and then you were like, you told me earlier, you're like, oh, the thing smells like something. Oh, I think someone else told you it smelled like rubber. Or... It smelled like rubber or something. Or... No, the anesthesia to- anesthesiologist told you that. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I put it on, and uh, I was like, yes, yeah, doesn't smell like anything. And that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to count down. I don't remember counting you didn't down. Count at all. <laughs> I just remember. I maybe I counted. I don't know. I don't remember. But I do remember just putting it on and being like, "This doesn't smell like nope. anything." Out. And then I was out. And then I. It wasn't like I immediately woke up. I was kind of groggy. Mm-hmm. Like I woke up from a dream. Yeah. And um. It was funny because as they were wheeling me out, I was talking about procurement you're talking working, about work <laughs> working for the government or something and i don't know <laughs> what that was but i feel like i was like having a dream about procurements or something oh and i was God. just it's what i do at work i do government procurement it's our it's so, so funny. it's Have a whole industry yet? i did i okay, texted good. my boss when i was in the hospital i was like yeah just talking about procurement <laughs> um so I, they, someone must have been like talking to me because I heard when you come out of anesthesia, you're talking, but you don't remember it. Yeah. So someone must have been talking to me and been like, what do you do for work or yeah, something? Yeah. So that must have been why I was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they like, yeah, they wheel me into the room. You're there. Really? Were Wait, you there? the first thing you remember was going right up to your room or was there a little recovery area? I don't remember. That's okay. So that's. And maybe, oh, maybe I was in the recovery area. Where'd you first get your ice chips? You know, um, 
truthfully, I don't quite remember. Nor should you. Okay. Um, I remember actually what I re- uh, yeah, it was the recovery area. Okay. And I maybe you weren't there, and I remember my mouth was just so dry. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. my mouth is insanely dry, and uh, and I was like, can I get some water or some ice chips? I'm really thirsty. And they're like, yeah, we'll get you water, we'll get you ice chips. And I, I just know because you had mentioned ice chips. Yes. But I love me some ice chips. He's an ice eater. And I was just eat, I was just sucking on this ice like the whole time I was in the hospital. So I don't remember much of the next hour and a half or okay. so. I don't okay. really even know. Um, it's kind of fuzzy for me, probably mm-hmm. until about seven that night. Yeah. I went into surgery at seven in the morning. And I got out of it at two. Mm-hmm. They probably wheeled me up to the room at about three. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I remember some stuff, but not really. Okay. Um, I don't remember like getting wheeled up to the room or anything. Okay. Um, I don't. I knew you were there for part of it. Yeah. I don't. And you were telling me you you had come and gone or something. Yeah. And I don't remember that very much. But my room had a lovely view. Really good view. Really nice view of you, Empire State Building and the city and everything. It was very lovely. It looks like the Miramax logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember saying that? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it must have been nighttime at that time. So it was probably about nine. Yeah. Um. So the next, yeah, the next few hours, I don't quite remember that well. Um, so you don't remember pain or discomfort? It's just all woozy? And... It was actually, so in the whole time since I've had this, um, there hasn't really been much pain. That's so great. It's been more be- about being uncomfortable. Okay. So what I what I got was my brow, my nose, and my chin. And so I had the wrapping around my head. Mm-hmm. I have, I still have a stint on my nose, and my nose was stuffed up. This is as I'm exiting surgery. My nose is all stuffed up. I have two drains in my forehead. Oh God! Little plastic. Bubbles of like red gushy fluid. It's so yes, gross. Yes, yes, yes. And um, so I had two drains in there, and I'm like hooked up to the IV, and I have little um these these wonder. I actually love these. I would love to get them. Little air compressors. Oh yeah. On my legs, on my lower legs, that fill up with air every like ten seconds mm-hmm. to like keep you from getting blood clots it's electric and it squeezes your shins and releases and squeezes yeah. and releases and it's got a little but it feels noise. but it feels nice yeah. actually i like it i actually <laughs> liked it i was like it feels like a little massage i wanted them tighter yeah um because i i don't know why i just i i felt i liked them and <laughs> it's probably weird but i don't know if other patients find them annoying but i actually enjoyed them and yeah so that was that was what that was you 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 were there and you had brought me you brought me pictures of the pets and yes. pictures of you yes. for the to put up on my bed and you you got some little tape and put them up mm-hmm. some hospital tape <laughs> they gave me water and ice chips and apple juice mm-hmm. to my heart's content mm-hmm. and i drank a lot of water i think they wanted me to drink water but i was drinking ice and water the whole time at I, one point a nurse came and took your apple juice away yeah and said he could, too much sugar is bad for you. Yeah. We're like, why the fuck did you bring a goddamn pint of apple juice in the first place? Yeah. If she can't drink it, she took it back almost undrunk. I um did have some apple juice, but yeah. I I couldn't breathe through my nose right, because my much. nose was packed with stuff. Yes. And on so purpose. I was breathing through my mouth 
and then that would dry my mouth out. Yes. So I put in ice chips. So that first night in the hospital, um, I was basically like sleep an hour, wake up because my mouth is too dry, yeah. put in ice chips or sip some water and then kind of go back to sleep. Sitting upright in the bed. Because your head has to be over your heart. Yeah. So I got the, I'm upright in the bed. I'm like sitting and then I got the, the bed situated so my butt is like sunk down and my legs are up, which is actually a kind of comfy position. Sure. Um, It's actually, I kept waking up a few times thinking I was lying flat. Oh, that's weird. Which is weird. Yeah. Because I was just, I was comfortable, I guess. Yeah. But I was tired that night. I was tired that night. And I think as I look back on it, I was probably a little groggier than than I thought oh, at the time. Oh, you were still drugged, I think. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while for that to process. So I probably said things to you. Hopefully nothing bad. Nothing uh, bad. Just you. Just me being silly. Yeah. Just goofing on stuff. Yeah, you were yeah. being silly. And I, I pretty much, I'm always joking. That's even true. Even with like nurses and people. Yeah. And so nurses, by the way, and nurse assistants and physician's assistants should be some of the highest paid people. Like, take money from the stockbrokers and the Wall Street assholes and give it to these people. Because yes. these people are fantastic. Agreed. So the staff there was amazing. I felt so self-conscious about the nurse buzzer. The calling the nurse button. Yeah. But quite frankly, I had to. <laughs> because there was a few things. Like, I had all of these machines hooked up to me and drains and IVs and leg machines. Yeah. That I was like, I'm not sure I can get up. Yeah. Um... And so that was like, okay. And you oh, don't want to like fall out of bed yeah. with your fragile no. little face. No. And so I did, I did end up calling them like a couple of times for like more water. Yeah. And uh, like I got to pee mm -hmm. and you have to like unhook from the IV and the yeah, leg. It's a whole process. And, and the first time I, the, the first time I got out to pee, they had to like help me to the yeah. bathroom because yeah. you have to kind of see you're kind of staggered. Um, I did not vomit. Yep. Uh, but here's the thing. I haven't vomited since like 2003 or four. I forget exactly when, but it's been a while and I just don't like vomiting. So I don't. And <laughs> again, it's not that we like it. <laughs> no i just i just haven't but um i don't eat gas station sushi that that'll that is a good accounts for at least a third of your vomiting i'm mm. sure that's probably it um no but i i do claim that this time i did i would call this vomiting i just my i was ready to vomit yes but my body wasn't having it had nothing to give I had nothing to give you dry heaved um, so i dry heaved as i i basically i I, I count that as throwing up. Oh, really? The, the body was willing, but the spirit was willing, but the body was empty. But nothing nothing was thrown. Nothing I was thrown it. up. But I, I was. But my heart was in it. I was ready <laughs> to throw up. I and committed I, to I it. I gave in to the vomiting reflex. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, yes. Just because I didn't have anything in my stomach mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean that I didn't vomit. So, so you did break your streak then? I, I think so. I think oh. that counts. I, my heart was in it. I was ready to... to Wow. Up, up chuck. Um, I did. I fully up chucked. I just didn't have anything to up chuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was because I was intubated. Yes. So during the surgery, I was intubated, like on every medical show. They're yep. like, we got to intubate the patient. Let's shove a tube down their throat. So I yep. had a tube shoved down my throat. Yep. And I had a tube shoved up my junk. Ah, that's right. So I was catheterized. Was catheter. So the, cath the catheter was unfun because then. 
it was like really hard to pee. Yeah. So it, it took me like. Apparently, there's some post catheter recovery stuff. It it inflames the tissue. Your mm. body sends fluid. The tissue expands. Your urethra contracts. Oh boy. So that's what happens. And so I, I yeah, it would take me like 20 minutes to pee, and that was not fun. Because that whole time you're like, am I gonna pee? I don't know. And then as I'm recovering in this first night in the hospital, I'm like. I don't know if I can do GRS. Really? I'm like, this was just my face. This was like, this was the outer layer. Yeah. That's like way bigger right. and more complex. There's and, organs involved in that. Yeah. This is just skin and muscle and bone, which so, isn't nothing, but yeah. it is not like. Yeah. So I'm like, organs. oh my God, I don't, I don't know. This recovery is pretty bad. I don't know if I can go through with the other recovery. And that was just your first 24 hours. That was my first 24 hours. How are you feeling now? Well, over the next few days, I came home. The next day in the hospital, I actually ate food at the hospital. You did? Hospital food was bland. Not great. but On was, purpose. It was fine. Um, I, I had some pancakes in the mm -hmm. morning, which mm -hmm. I didn't think I was going to eat. And then I just sort of started nibbling pieces. And it was good. And you um, crushed three of them. I did. I ate three pancakes and some yogurt. Because you hadn't eaten in more than a day. It, it had been about 30 hours, mm -hmm. I think, since I'd eaten. So I, I slowly kind of ate those. And then, yeah, it was all through the night. And people were coming in every, like, hour, it felt like, or two yeah. hours. How's it, it was, going? It was loud in the hospital. Like, out in the hallway. Out in the stuff. hallway. But yeah. eventually I got them to close the door. And then it was, like, a little better. Because I think I went to bed at, like, 8. Huh. I don't know. What time did you leave? I fell asleep after you left. Like uh, right I think it was left. like eight twenty or something. Yeah. yeah, and you were like woozy and 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 not not were... entirely there. And I was pretty exhausted. Also, I was up that early yeah. as well. Because but... you were thinking of staying over, and I was like, "Don't. It's just going to be boring." Yeah, it would have been really boring for you. Honestly, I was I was worried that you'd be scared because of how scared you were going in. Yeah, but you were still on so much anesthesia and wearing off. You were kind of in and out of it anyway. Yeah, I mean. A moment ago, you said you got wheeled into the room and I was there. I wasn't there when yeah. you got to the room. Uh, I was okay. taking care of the dogs. I don't, I don't really remember. I remember you explaining something about the dogs. Yes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was nice to have you there. I it felt, felt terrible that I wasn't there when you arrived. No, it was fine. It felt normal to have you around. Yeah. Like, it just sort of felt more normal. Yeah. Um, which was good. Some but, normal scene. but she kept apologizing to me the whole time too like i'm probably being weird and i'm sorry i'm boring and then you'd fall asleep for another 20 minutes and then you'd be awake and you're like hi and i'm like hi and you're like oh, i'm sorry i'm being weird and I'm like babe it's okay yeah <laughs> um so you weren't even a little being weird, weird. Yeah. uh we came home yes You've been awesome. Kath has been awesome. She had me popsicles ready. She had jello. <laughs> she had some, some macaroni and cheese for me. Mm -hmm. uh, just all the nice comforts at home. So my recovery, again, this is brow, nose, chin. Yes. This is probably what most people get. FFS are going to get. Some people I, get jaw and Adam's yeah. apple also. but Or hairline move forward. Like yeah. Those are the big six, I think. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't do Adam's apple. Um, I didn't do hairline. But it's... It's been mostly discomfort, um, not being comfortable. The weirdest thing was not even painful. The, the most painful thing I dealt with was getting the, the drains removed. Oh, okay. That actually hurt. That hurt like a mother. And that was the day after. That was the day still as, as I'm leaving. That's like as I'm leaving. And No, they did that before I came in. And did then they? we hung out for another 
four hours. Or oh, so. really? Yeah, okay. you had your lunch. You... Oh, okay. So, yeah. So you're I, an unreliable narrator. I am an unreliable narrator <laughs> on this. And they, and then they pulled the nasal stuff out, ah! like the nose packing, and that was weird. That was like not painful, but like just such a weird sensation. Yeah. And it kept going on for so long. Yeah. That it was like just I didn't want it. Like yeah. it wasn't painful. But I didn't want it. This is weird, and I want it to be over with. Yeah. Yeah. And it just was so much stuff up my nose, and it just kept coming. It was like a clown car or yeah. something. Just, yeah. Just kept coming, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel so weird. It's one of those, like, weird sensations. Yeah. I and was surprised they took it out so quick, because when I got my sinus surgery, yeah. I had to keep that in for weeks. I thought I was going to have to. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so I have a row of staples, like, from ear to ear. Like a headband. Basically, like yeah. a headband. Um, I have, I still have the splint and stuff on my nose. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's Chinatown, Jake, kind of thing, but more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have stitches in my mouth, on, like, kind of under my gum. So where the bottom, the inside of the bottom lip meets yeah. the bottom of the gum of I your have, lower like, yeah, teeth. Yeah, I have two rows of st- uh, stitches there. Which oh, is really? Weird. Yeah, because I can feel them with my tongue. Oh. And it just feels like I have a bunch of food stuck there. Ah! Um, after every time I eat, I've been like swishing water around just to try to make sure nothing gets tangled up in those. Yeah. Um, it's been uncomfortable. Yeah. And that would be the, the sensation I would say most often. Um. I've got drugs at weird times at night still. I've been mm-hmm. on a lot of drugs, mostly ibuprofen. They gave me some Oxy. Uh, I don't want to take it because, like I said, I'm scared of drugs and I don't want to get addicted. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to avoid it. And the pain hasn't been too bad. Yeah. Um, but a lot of pain medication, a lot of... I'm on Tylenol and stuff. And I've got some antibiotics and some st- steroids. Right. steroids and a, yeah. like a medicated mouthwash yeah, yeah so a bunch of stuff uh that kath picked up for me she's a wonderful nurse and wonderful person and mm-hmm. a wonderful partner uh you can't have her <laughs> i mean whatever maybe you can maybe you're better than me i don't know um but uh the the main thing has just been like i'm I look hideous Yes. I Like I said, I look like a goon. I haven't been posting any... I've been posting photos of, like, fun pictures to my Instagram instead of, like... Did you put your feet up on Instagram or something? I put the cat. I put the dog. I put the <laughs> skyline. Like, I put some other stuff. I put the brick wall. Like, I put some other stuff because, like, I don't want to show photos of myself. Like, yeah. I don't... I don't... God bless the people who, like, document every day visually. Yes. Like, on their YouTube channel or whatever. But, yeah. like, I'm not going to do that because I look friggin hideous if you want to see what it looks like after the image after the surgery there are so many youtube videos there are so yeah. many other blogs take a look at those they do give you a good idea but my head was swollen oh like the like like a balloon just oh. just swollen so like twice as large as it normally is um bruise like covered in like black bruises that yeah. was the first day yeah um the like like a banana, like an unripe banana. Yeah. Uh, overripe. Like overripe banana. banana. Yeah. Um, so it's over the past few days, it's just really been getting the swelling down, mm-hmm. which I've got ice packs. That was the thing. They gave me like cold gauze to put on my eyes. Yeah. In the hospital. And they're like, keep the cold gauze on. I'm like, okay. So okay. I generally did that while, while I was sleeping. Um, and then 
the other thing that I've I've got is a little breathy tube, which is like it's like a game. It's like a it's like, <laughs> it's like Super Mario Brothers, only more fun because you develop your lungs. Uh, so because of the intubation and I think the anesthetic, I have to get my lung strength back up. So it's like a tube where you suck on the tube and you have to like have a sustained breath and get it, you know, above 2000. Mm-hmm. So when I was starting out, it was like 1500. I'm, I'm at about 3000 now. Um, I got to kind of keep doing it. 3000 units of suck power. 3000 units. It doesn't, there's no units on it. <laughs> it's just numbers. <laughs> and you have to keep this little, this little indicator between these two arrows and a little plastic indicator that mm-hmm. goes up and down. So there's been that. There's been icing my face. Um, you know, basically put on headphones or a podcast and put ice over my eyes, ice over my neck. My mm-hmm. neck is like one giant brown bruise that <laughs> extends down to my chest. Um, I've got my chin and my lower lip are still numb, mm. so I can't really feel them. And here we are five days out. Five days out. I still can't really feel them. Hopefully the healing will come back. Yeah. It is a possibility there could be nerve damage. I hope not. If there is, hey, electrolysis will be easy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go at it for a while. I can take it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, a part of me was just like, if it's numb, can I just get electrolysis? Because mm. I can't shave. Now's the time. Oh, yes. No shaving. So my no che- makeup. Yeah, my check-in is in a week. No shaving. No makeup. Um, no getting anything above my head wet. Yeah. So I can't really, even like, even like washing the incisions, I'm not supposed to do. Nope. Just don't touch anything above your head, kind of. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't mess with it. We'll take care of it. Uh, and there's um, dried blood and I want to take care of it. There's dried blood on it. I did try to wash off some dried blood. I washed off some collected eye goop. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and my hair is just really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, not messing with anything. Mm-mm. And not even bothering with dry shampoo. Been and you know what? Yeah. You can just be nasty for a week. You can I just be been. squalid. You can just sit in your oils. You are not, like, stinky. That's great. So, so you know, it's unpleasant. It's, and it feels gross. And you'll probably be able to, to do something in a yeah. couple of days. So, here we are at day five, I think. And it's Sunday after the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And... So it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we're at day five. So the swelling's gone down quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it's still got a little bit of that swelling. Mm-hmm. Um, the above the eyes and below the eyes were alarmingly swollen for the first day I saw her. And then oddly after the cab ride home, I think maybe yeah the movement wasn't great. That was the, the scariest part yeah. for, for how you looked was, uh, that, that doesn't look great. You were still sort of woozy. We kept you iced up and, and you're much, much, much better yeah, now. Yeah, so I've been doing the ice. I'm, I'm much better. The bruising is still bad. I'm waiting for that to kind of go down. Um, my chin and my lower lip will, that'll get feeling when it gets feeling. Yeah. And I just have a check-in Wednesday. And I wish my check-in was sooner so I could kind of like know if there was something major that i was doing wrong you know i don't think there is though they wouldn't send you off on your own if there was a chance you could give yourself a heart attack or remove your nose yeah so it's just been kind of waiting um you're supposed to go for walks yeah that's good for your lungs and good for your uh legs for um blood clots and it scares children yes so um we've been going on walks Mm -hmm. and the first the first one just going around the block 
was taxing mm-hmm. and and now we went for a long walk um I have been lucky that I have no real food restrictions. Yes. So that's been good. That was surprising uh, to me. I thought she'd be on milkshakes and soup for the first week or something. I think it depends on what you get done. Okay. I just have an itch on my nose uh, and I can't scratch it. I can scratch it. Just... sort of touch areas near it yeah. in hopes that that fixes the itch. <laughs> um, I have like a, I have like a, I have a, a stitch like on my nose. Yes. Like where a bull would have the ring. Um, and that's the stitch that I was watching comedy. I was like, while I was waiting for things to heal, I was like putting ice on my face. So I was like, oh, watch some stand up on Netflix or listen to some stand up on Netflix. Because can't see anything anyway. So yeah, get some stand up. So I was watching Jen Kirkman. I watched both her specials on Netflix. And like one of those made me like put me in great danger of, like, of losing a stitch. Of losing a stitch. And I was like <laughs> playing Civ and watching Community because I have Community on DVD. So I everything else i watch on my tv mm-hmm. so i was like throwing on dvds i can have on in the background i was watching community and that also always <laughs> made me bust the stitch so now i gotta think about like before i watch anything i'd be like is this gonna be too funny we could watch holocaust movies because we were gonna watch 30 rock and i was like no Maybe i not. can't watch 30 rock it's yeah. too funny yeah so that's basically right now yeah it's it's discomfort um is the biggest thing just discomfort and kind of impatience it's waiting yeah i want a little bit more look normal i want to see the results i got this nice surgery and i want to see what i look like because it's going to change my face hopefully for the better (laughs) and i want to look really pretty and nice and just naturally feminine and yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna look like it's still an unknown for probably until like october yeah um even then they, she said my nose is probably gonna not finish swelling until like i think she said two or three months yeah so and like a year until it's entirely healed yeah yeah so it's just kind of it's a lot and um i've just been first surgery as an adult um and yeah it's not fun no uh interesting but not fun and i've just sort of been waiting yeah and i just kind of wanted to look normal i want to look normal i want to be better and i'm not and i can't and all i can do is just ice it up and wait and that's sort of what i've been doing yeah so um i will hopefully look better soon i can post some photos and and, uh, you know, now that this is over, hopefully just recovery, we can do some more podcasts and stuff. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we just wanted to give you guys an update because I know a lot of people have asked and uh, I've been out of it. And a lot and- of you have been so awesome about us taking our time off and we really appreciate that. It means the world. Yeah. And as you can imagine, I hope you understand. Transition's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the things. That I, I think, um, go back to uh, when I was pre-transition, I would be like, I'd bring a notebook on the subway and I would like plan out my transition and be like, okay, what's my pros? What are the cons? What does my potential timeline look like? You know, how much money am I going to need to pay for surgery? Mm-hmm. Well, one, it's nice that all the money I'm going to have to pay for surgery is apparently not really a big deal. Yeah, Because I can get health insurance to cover it, which is fantastic. Um, two, I timeline way slower than I would have thought back in 2003. <laughs> hmm? Well, we had this idea that you could get FFS and boobs and GRS all at the same time. 
Yeah. Remember when we thought that? Yeah. yeah. People do. People do boobs and FFS at the same time. <sighs> um, I don't know. This has been a lot, and it's my first surgery, so it may just be that I'm not used to surgery. But hopefully I'll be talking normal. Hopefully I'll be feeling my lower lip and, you know, eating better. Mm-hmm. I have to eat everything in very small pieces right now. Yeah. But you I got just, a chicken parm today. I was craving chicken parmesan sandwich. I love chicken parm sandwich. It's like the best. And uh, we went out and got one at a diner. And I was like, well, it ended up being like a really good chicken parm sandwich. It was just fantastic. Sometimes a diner Actually, will had, surprise like, you. fresh mozzarella on it and stuff. The really chicken good. was fried up just perfect. Um, Could have been saucier, but it was fine. <laughs> You don't want one that's too messy. Mm-mm. And I had to like cut it up into very small pieces mm-hmm. to eat it. But Kath ate half of it. so Not half. <laughs> you ate a bit of it. I did. I turned to look at you and I was like, is your sandwich? And your sandwich was half gone. So. <laughs> I guess it's good. <laughs> uh, I guess it's good, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just waiting. Um, yeah, that's it's that's it. I'm, it's where I am. I hope to... I hope this can kind of energize me a little bit more. I have no energy right now. <laughs> but... um. You know, hopefully soon. And, uh, yeah. Tell us what your FFS experience is. Yes, or what your fears and concerns are. We would love yeah. to hear them. And, you know, it's day six for me tomorrow. Mm. What is day six like? I'm about to hit a week. And I'm hoping I look normal soon. Because, yeah. oh my god, I don't look normal. I look like a goon. Yeah. But yeah, pretty messy. Pretty messy. I got greasy hair. I haven't shaved. And it's nice to know the lasers mostly worked. Yeah, yeah, you're fuzzy. I'm fuzzy. There, but you're but not, like, yeah, grizzled. I'm not, I don't have a full beard. I used to be able to grow a full beard in, like, three days. Ugh. Like, and I mean to the point where, like, at jobs where they'd be like, you need to shave if you just show up with, like, a beard, you know, you're yeah. trying to grow out a beard and you show up, like, and they're like, you need to shave. I could grow it to the point where they'd be like, that's a beard nice in, like, beard. three days. Wow. Um. So that's, it's nice to know, hey. But it's still fuzzy, which I don't like. Yeah. And I don't like that I can't feel parts of my face, which is kind of weird. Um, In and time. I don't like that I'm all bruised up and I look horrible. But Kath has stayed with me, so still that's good. Here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just waiting. And uh, that's that's basically it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, everyone. And we'll get your Patreon stuff out soon. I've been slow about that, as you can imagine. Mm, we got stuff going on. We got stuff going on. Right. So we'll be getting that out since I've got a month off work. Might as well get get y'all some stuff mailed out. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash Rebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at genderrebels. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sake production copyright 2019 all rights reserved and to all you gender rebels out there keep rebelling bye, bye.